Welcome to Living Intentionally, the podcast that guides you in designing your life around your values and passions. Each episode features inspiring stories, practical tips, and insightful conversations with experts and everyday people who have created a fulfilling life. Whether you're seeking to have a significant change or just a more mindful existence, you should join us because we're going to talk about the power of purposeful living. My name is Carmen Benton, mindset and energy coach, and I help driven women create income and balance and happiness by mastering their mindset and energy. So make sure to navigate towards my link so you can access one of the many free resources I have there, including a potent energy healing to remove the blocks that are keeping you stuck where you are today. Today, we're going to be talking about human design again, because you guys know me. When I get obsessed about something good, I get obsessed about something good. And in order to help me today, I have invited Bridget Knight, and she's a human designer, educator, and life coach. She helps people use human design in their everyday lives and teach them practical ways to improve their relationships with themselves, with their families, and their colleagues. As a nurse and therapist, Bridget has experienced and observed all human design types. She understands that they do naturally, how they communicate, and what they need to do to build self-confidence and maintain healthy boundaries. Since 2006, she has studied and used her own human design to get off the burnout hamster wheel, and she has created a career that suits her natural gifts and energy level. And as a good projector, and you're going to learn more about that in a second, she has so many accomplishments under her belt. So I invite you to go to her website to read more about her. And Bridget, thank you. Thank you for being here today and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Carmen. I'm excited. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, I discovered human design not too long ago. I'm like fairly new except that I get obsessed as a good projector about things. And so I study, 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 and I'm like really dangerous because, <laughs> you know, I know stuff and I can throw things out, but I wouldn't dare to coach people with this yet. Um, so I have been watching you and I know you are, you know, a world of wealth and information when it comes to the topic, also a projector. And so I wanted to, you know, chat today about, how do you use this to avoid burnout? And boy, I mean, I can talk about that, but let's start with the facts and then we go to stories. Oh my gosh, I could talk about it forever too. I have to say that the thing that attracted me to human design is the minute I heard my um, type and the literally the second I heard my strategy, which was to wait for invitations, and then I heard, you don't have a lot of energy. So it's a good idea if you wait for invitations. I was like, oh my God, it felt like a weight had come off of my body. It was like, I don't have to work that hard. I'm not even built to work that hard. It all made sense. It all made sense. So that was the, the beginning. And ever since then, I've been a human design evangelical <laughs> disciple out there telling everybody because once you know your strategy and your type it can make such a difference so yes I can speak to burnout if you want me to yeah I mean I, I love how you said 
that it released weight from your shoulder because the way I feel is not like I needed permission, but it gave me permission to honor when I'm tired. I was just, I was just telling Bridget that last night, like literally at seven o'clock at night, I said, I'm tired. I'm going to bed Mm -hmm. before, because I had all these, how life needs to be. I would just, you know, grind it and grind it and grind it Mm -hmm. and comply with the request of everyone else just to stay around. And I literally didn't have any more energy. And I had beautiful, beautiful night sleep last night because I didn't overtire myself. Yeah. And I I honor my boundaries. But one of the things that I actually struggled the most when I heard my human design type is that it was against everything I was raised to be. Right. I wasn't I wasn't raised to be a projector or wait for any invitation. I haven't waited for any invitation in my life. I'm a yeah. go-getter. I'm a driven woman mm-hmm. uh, who have a couple of degrees like you and a master's. And I work in corporate America and make it all the way to the VP corner office level, not by waiting, but by pushing. However, mm-hmm. I clearly recognize now how much further I could have gotten if I wasn't getting bitter and frustration along the way, because mm. I wasn't going where I wanted to go. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of learning your human design, right? It can definitely help you smooth your path and travel the road you were meant to travel going forward. But a lot of the learning is to take what you know now, go back and review your life and do exactly what you said. Think about, wow, if I just done this a little bit different, it might've gone differently and I might've gotten what I wanted. Yeah. Right. So learning from what could have been and bringing it into the in future and saying, okay, I still have this thing going on. Let me see if I can do it differently this time. Yeah. And, and let and, me practice. And I actually can see like the last big promotion that I had, mm-hmm. uh, I literally had been pushing, pushing, pushing to get it. And I had all the qualifications, all the merits, all the everything, right? But it wasn't happening. And then I said, okay, fine. And I literally had make my resume, you know, start getting interviews. The day I got the promotion, I had an interview with someone else. Basically what happened is I let it go. I let it go and it showed up. That is how it works, right? That's exactly how it works. But you have to have a level of trust to do that, right? And I think that as you have gotten older and you're more mature, when human design came into your life now, you're literally ready to trust that if I just let go, it'll work, right? right? Right. Like it's possible years ago when you were, you know, working for that, um, that uh, promotion, if someone had said, Carmen, just chill, just right. wait. <laughs> I'd be like, what? You weren't, you weren't ready, right. Right? right? So the other uh, principle of human design that many people don't know until they start studying it is when you practice your strategy, things come at you at the right time. Mm-hmm. Right. So you may believe that, oh, I deserve this. I've been working so hard for this. Or why didn't they ask me? But the universe is literally taking care of you when you wait. It's like, you know what? That thing that you want is down the road, not going to be good for you. So I'm not sending it to you. So wait until I send you the thing. (laughs) That's really one of the lessons that human design teaches is patience and trust. 
Yes, yes. Two beautiful, also difficult things to practice. Yes, yes. I actually made a post today, uh, or was it? Did I? Yeah, it's about practice, right? Because it, human design is a system that if you really dive in and take a course on it, it's looks, it's complicated. It's mm -hmm. lots to learn, right? But you can simplify it in a way that you can use it practically in your daily life. So that was the post that I made today. It was about, do you need more knowledge or do you need to start practicing what mm -hmm. you know, right. right? So if we want to talk about burnout, how can we actually set up experiments in our life that help us test it, right? So you were saying, I usually push, 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 and you probably have a list of things to do every day and you try to get it done before you go to bed and you don't go to bed till it's done. <laughs> but since you've learned your strategy, which is I'm not designed for this and I need to rest even before I'm tired, right? you were able to just let go. I know. I was so liberated. <laughs> that is what we call a human design experiment. It's like, here's the rule. Try the rule in an area in your life and see the results. And it's like, oh my God, it works. So then you build up trust in this new thing that you're doing and you'll be uh, more apt to try it in more complicated things that are like, oh my gosh, I, I need a job and I need more money and I need this and that. Can I wait for the invitation? Right, right. Right. So you build so, up trust in the small things and then you can try it in the big things too. Right. So now that's for projectors. And by the way, I am actually certain because as I said, I didn't know anything about human design at the beginning of the year. Uh, and then, you know, it came into my life and I started, I took the test. I didn't like the results. So I put it to the <laughs> side. <laughs> Right. someone actually explained to me what it meant and I'm like oh makes sense but uh Bridget actually has a resource where you know you can take a test to find out your design yeah yeah, okay. yeah. well the resource is um called getting your human design chart right so some of your listeners um may not fully follow us if they don't know their human design mm -hmm. type. So mm -hmm. on my website, there's um, a link that says, get your free chart that they yes. can fill in and they will um, get a print, a, a diagram and they're going to go, what does that mean? First thing you need to look at is the type, right? And the type tells you a lot. And then there's uh, also a reference on my website that you can click on and it says five types. And then you read about your type and that will tell you what your purpose is here what are you supposed to be doing? What's your basic purpose? So just as an example, projectors, our purpose is to lead, guide, orchestrate, direct the lives of mainly generators, mm -hmm. right? But we're really good at seeing the big picture for other people and guiding them to use their energy in the right way. So they're not burning out. That's our job right? And the other types, they all have a purpose and a function as well. And they, you can find that out. So there are five types, which you probably talked about in um, part one of your human design special. And each of those types have a purpose and each of them have a way of accomplishing their purpose. Right, right. That will solve so many challenges that we have before us on a daily basis, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. And so I, I wanted to bring that research this early into the conversation because the beauty is that you can pause this right now 
whether you're listening in actual podcast version, uh, podcast version or video version, pause it right now, go get your human design and then come back. Because yes, you are going to get a, a lot more if you actually know what you're designed. Or for all means, you can listen to it twice because that counts too. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much right. that we're going to bring and, out today. Right. So um, so now we talk We talk about the projectors. So let's, let's assume for a second people went pause and they are back and they now know I'm either a projector, generator, manifestor, generator, manifestor, reflector, which are just like 1%. Any time, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So can we like talk really quick, like how do they burn out and what can they do to avoid being burned out? And let's assume for a second that not everybody has the luxury that you and I have now that we have created our ideal business, but they are actually trapped into the matrix. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, number one, the foundation of it is to understand what will actually give people a lot of relief, I believe, in the first place is to understand where they fit into those five things, right? right? So manifestors are here to give ideas, initiate stuff and send out ideas into the world that the generators actually catch it like a ball and they decide whether they're going to hang on to it and work with it or not or throw it away, nice. right? Nice. So they get to decide using their strategy, what is good for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the projectors, we kind of go, okay, generators, you need a little help narrowing it down. Let's help you out. And we do that for them. And then the reflectors, they are like the community organizers and managers. They take in the whole picture and see if everybody is functioning to their potential. Mm -hmm. And if they're not reflectors don't feel good. So they're very good barometers, right? So when everyone gets their type doing the little test, they need to understand that we all matter, we're all valuable, and we all can do our job as long as we stay in our lane. So if you find out that you're a manifester, number one, your job is to initiate things, right? So you're a very... Um, uh, internal being, meaning that you think you don't need any outside help to figure out what's right for you. And your job is to start things or invite other people to support you in creating a big thing. And the way that people cooperate with you best is if they know what you're doing. And if you know what they're doing, right? So we call that informing. So number one, a manifester doesn't matter where you find yourself at home, corporate, running your own business, with your family, with your friends, when you inform people about what you're planning to do, especially if it affects them, they will get out of your way mm -hmm. and you won't have to fight anybody and you won't have poor relationships. That right there is what burns out a lot of people. Right. So manifestors who learn to inform will already decrease the resistance in their life. So if you're out there working for somebody, the first question for a manifester is, wait, I'm not designed to work for anybody. So that's the first thing. Am I already out of alignment with my design? Right. right? So if you find yourself in a, a role like that, you might want to start asking yourself, what are better uh, working um, conditions for me? Is it better for me to be a consultant? Or is it better for me to have short jobs and get out of there after two, three months? You know, those are some ideas for manifestors, right? I had, uh, I had a boss one time, and uh, he actually used to say, 
I don't know that he would know these terminologies, but I think he had figured out his type intuitively so well. He used to say he had the best job because he would have this great idea, right? Like uh, boil it down to few things that needed to happen and hand it over to me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And and he move on to the next big thing. <laughs> that's perfect. Right? That is a perfect setup for a manifester right. and even a manifesting generator, right? If you're running a business and you got lots of people running around doing stuff and you're like the idea person, the manifester doesn't necessarily want to take time to tell the group what's going on. So if they have like a generator or two in between or a projector in between them and the they feel really great about that. Yeah, I don't know if the the end of that equation for him was great, right? Because yeah. the problem is that I was doing it. I was yeah, you know, yeah. Right? But but for him, his structure was perfect. He yeah, had a big idea, you know, just boil it down to like very high level what you know he meant, and then it's like here, yeah, I'm gonna do that thing now. <laughs> Right. But here's a trick for you. A lot of people think that, oh, I don't have any energy, so I can't do this thing. That's actually not true in right. human design. Any type can do anything mm -hmm. as long as they entered it using their strategy. Mm -hmm. So a projector who's working for a manifester who's handing them stuff, as long as that projector was invited to do it and they feel energized to yes. do it, yes. they can do anything. Yes. Okay. Right? No limits. Yes. No limits yes, yes. <laughs> in human okay. design. Yes. All right. So the next type that we call the generator mm -hmm. and the generator, they're broken into two types. And the only difference is one's faster than the other. That's all. Um, and one can multitask and enjoy multitasking. And the other is more, um, how do you say, uh, choosy about what it spends its time doing. Right. Mm -hmm. The thing that we love about them is that they're 70% of the population and they have unlimited sustainable energy, meaning they start something they love. They don't need to sleep. They will work at it until it's done and they're happy without sleep, right? That's their jam. Right. The challenge is what do they use that energy on? Mm -hmm. Remember I said, if they love it, they can work like that. If they choose something because they have to, or because they can't be bothered to wait for something joyful, the energy won't be there. Uh, They're going to struggle to get it done. They're going to be angry and frustrated the whole time. They're going to upset everybody around them. They're going to act out. And eventually people don't want them around and they're going to lose jobs and opportunities and all kinds of things, or they're going to just pick up their person and walk out one day. That's what happens to them. Right. And they burn out because they keep trying to make it work. So generators, their strategy protects them from burnout because they have to wait for something external to respond to. Mm-hmm. Right. And they always need something to respond to because they need something to do with all that energy. Right? right. So a generator who learns to wait for the right thing to come towards them, the right question. Hey, do you want to help me build a house? Oh, my God. How'd you know? I've been waiting for that all day. They will be into it if they are forced to build it because they have to put food on their um, family's table, they didn't wait, they had to just get a job, mm -hmm. they won't, they'll be miserable. 
right? So for generators to avoid burnout, they need to be in a position where they can wait for things to come to them and they get the opportunity to say yes or no, like they have choices in their life. Nice, right? nice. Projectors, burnout, we've talked about them, right? They are here to be invited by generators. Generators are, you know, 70%, right? Projectors are 20%. As we walk through the world, our aura connects with generators. And if it's a match, the generator will glom onto us and go, hey, I really like the way you do that thing. Or I really like the way you said that. Or I love the way you think. Can you help me figure this out? That's an invitation. Mm -hmm. And for projectors, there it satisfies two things. I should correct myself. The strategy is recognition, wait to be recognized, wait to be invited. So when someone says, I love the way you did that, or I love what you wrote, that makes generators' hearts sing. If that singing is missing, Yes. If you don't feel all blushy and naked all of a sudden, like someone's really saw you, that you haven't been recognized, right? So you want to make sure recognition is there. And then when the person offers an invitation, you're like, huh, do I feel energized by this? Am I excited by this? That's a perfect invitation for a projector. If any of those things are missing, don't accept that invitation because you are going to be pushing to get it done. Um, some people uh, accept an invitation because they feel like they'll never get another one, right? So they just accept whatever. Right. Perfect for burnout, right? Right, right. Um, some people have, you know, poor self-worth. So they're like, oh my God, I'm going to disappoint them if I don't say yes. Or, oh my God, I'm going to be so looked down on and judged as weak and whatever, you know, lazy. So they just accept whatever you are setting yourself up for a burnout because projectors do not have what generators have. They don't have unlimited, sustainable work round the clock energy. Right. right. That makes sense to people who are listening. Um, and then finally, the reflector, very similar to the projector, meaning they need to be invited to use their gifts in the community and in groups. Mm -hmm. And if they don't wait for that, they too will feel burnout. The theme of the reflector's life is either disappointment or happiness. Well, so, I, I, that seems like an easy choice, right? <laughs> it, you, you would think so, right? <laughs> but when we say the theme of life, we mean, how do you go about living your life all the time so that when people look at you, they say, oh my God, there goes a really joyful, happy person. Yes. Right. So the, your theme is made up of lots of choices that you have to make along the way. Yes. So if a reflector is going around giving their opinion without being asked and people are like, I didn't ask you, I didn't ask you, that's disappointing and upsetting. Mm -hmm. Right. And the same with the projector. If they don't wait for invitation and they're like, oh, excuse me, generator, you're not doing it right. And the generator goes, I didn't ask you. The projector feels really hurt and bitter. Right. So and, and that right there, and I can only speak from the projector point of view, right? Because that's what I am. But that right there. Yeah. Uh, if you work in corporate America or, you know, or in a small business, whatever, whatever situation you have in your business, you're not, you know, your CEO and, and, and yeah. decide everything. Yeah. I cannot explain to you how many bitterness I could have saved myself 
-hmm. by not necessarily thinking that everyone is ready to hear the yeah. amazing things that I have to say, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. and I wouldn't be like, because I always said it's like, okay, so you either love or hate Carmen. I'm, I'm not an in-between person. You either like me or not. And I have lived my entire life with that. This was my coping mechanism, by the way. Like I make these things up because I realized very early in my life that most people couldn't take the fact that I was hashtag no at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> by the way, that's how my friends actually have that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but now it makes sense, right? It's like, yeah, I have all these things that I am you know, dying to help people with and guide them. It's not imposing. It's just like, well, I can see it from a higher perspective. Can I please help you do it? But, you know, not everybody's ready for it. So rather than volunteering all this kind of information, right, you wait for the invitation. Now, what actually helped me a lot recently is at first I was like, I'm not just sitting there. I'm like, I have a business, right? And I have understood and Bridget actually has amazing resources with this. Like I, a lot of her videos are amazing. Like all her videos are amazing. But like, like I have, it really have helped me understand this waiting thing from a different perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, you know, you're here, my audience listening to this podcast. I mean, that's sort of an invitation. Like you invited yourself into my bubble and you know that I'm going to be talking with my guests or by myself and teaching things right like that is an invitation and it's not necessarily I have to sit in my couch there like waiting for my dms to like ring right right <laughs> exactly uh, exactly yeah. yeah it takes uh time that's the other thing I want to share with your listeners is you have spent 30, 40, 50, 60 years living your life a certain way, right? And it was a couple decades before you learned human design, right? So in your your tracks, you're like, I'm not pushing anymore. I'm going to wait to be pulled, right? Mm -hmm. So you've learned that and you've already started to use it in areas that you can control, but it takes time to really start wearing it like an outfit. Right in okay. body like everything practice is practice. great yes right so I want to say that so people can give themselves a break because I know as soon as they learn their type they look at their strategy and they're going to start going out there and bumping into things and making mistakes and maybe breaking a few things and having reactions come at them and that's how you learn mm -hmm. right so just to be gentle and patient and not to give up because it took you decades to be this way it's going to take you some time to unwind it yes. yeah unwind it that's a good way and by the way today we're filming this is friday march 31st so if you want to go find that article about practice yeah it's it's march 31st right because it's not going to be aired today so right um Another thing when it comes to burnout, and uh, we, I mentioned that in your introduction, it's, you know, the relationships with people. Um, I was also sharing with Bridget that now that I learned that my oldest son is a generator, is like the way I talk to him is so much different. But those interactions used to burn me out in a different way because it wasn't going anywhere, right? Like. Right. I'm a projector. It's like I was speaking, you know, 
alien. And he was speaking, I don't know what else, Chinese. Uh, right? Yes. And so um, I obviously have the advantage of knowing everything you need to get someone's human design for him, right? So you need your date of birth, the time, mm-hmm. and the city. Mm-hmm. As his mother, like, and and the, and the country yeah yes. the city and country yes yeah so mm-hmm. obviously I have pulled everyone in my family <laughs> of course you have that's what everyone does <laughs> yeah. um so what do you do when you don't know this type of information with people around you well you can um there's subtle ways right like if you read about uh, the types and you learn that generators, for instance, are always making noises and sounds like they're always going, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm, yeah, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. Oh. If you listen for that, like, how do they answer me? They don't use yes or no, they grunt, right? That's how generators know what's right for them. <laughs> so funny. See, that I didn't know. There you I go, right? So that that all the time. Yeah. Who, your son does that, did yeah. you say? Yes. And parents sometimes, you know, certain cultures and just good manners, you know, (laughs) British way, you say yes or no, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, things like that, right? But when you do that to a generator, and you teach a generator child to say yes or no, you're literally cutting off their connection to what's true for them, which is the vibration of the grunt in their body. So when you say, "Uh uh-huh, or "Uh uh-uh, you can literally feel it vibrating all through mm-hmm. this four chakras here. Right. When you say yes or no, it stops about here, right? So they're right. not yes. thinking into their truth. So that's one way to tell generators. They're like, yup, 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 uh-huh. Um, manifesting generators, they sometimes don't even make sounds. They move so quickly into action. So that's the way that you know a manifesting generator is that they have 10 things going on at once. 20 like they can't focus on you having a discussion they've got the phone in the ear they're typing over here (laughs) and then if you say to them what did I just say they can actually tell you because they are designed to manifest really quickly a lot of things at once and they move quickly meaning by the time you and I figure out what we want to respond to what we want to be invited to they've already done 20 things for the day (laughs) so that's another way to tell who they are um manifestors they have a very strong energy as well And, and that takes time to kind of figure that out but if you study human design you'll learn that each type has an aura a vibe that as you interact with them you will feel it Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. Um, if you work in an industry like I do, for instance, I'm in nursing and psychotherapy, people have to give me their birth dates, yes. right? At the very least. So if you have access to that in your profession, you go and get one of these um, free chart runner thingies and just put the time in that you know and where they're born if they tell you. And you run it every two hours or every hour. And if the type stays the same for that day or most of that day, that's probably the type that they are. Okay. So right away, you'll have at least some information. Right. But it could change by the hour, right? No, 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 not necessarily. Like you should 
test it with somebody yes. and literally go through like for instance um my chart starts out the whole day is like projector and then somewhere in the wee hours of the morning it changes to a generator okay so check like your particular yeah. birthday and go every two hours and see what happens that's okay that's interesting yes yeah. yes it's oh. it's not precise but it gets you in the ballpark and then you can observe other characteristics about them and say oh yeah I think I'm right so uh this is just coming to me right now like it always happened you, you guys know that I channel, channel stuff when I'm in here uh what is coming to me is that perhaps if you're having issues with communication with someone it would be the first sign we are not the same type <laughs> right uh, like for instance like now that I pull up my charts my daughter is also a projector and I can ask her and open and like, and I can ask her, you know, what are the plans for the next whatever, right? And she will go into a whole 30 minute dissertation of all the things with all the colors and all the people are involved and all, right? Like the way yeah. I talk, right? Yeah, um, yeah. If I ask my son, I was telling Bridget earlier, like I used to ask that question, it's like, what are the plans for after school? And it, it, it's almost like I punch him, right? Like he would yeah. just look at me, it's like, why are you bothering me, right? Yeah. Just yesterday, I grabbed him by the face because I needed attention because <laughs> it has a little bit of ADHD. And and I was like, are you coming for dinner? Yes or no? And he looked at me, he said, no. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed to know, right? Like yeah, I would have yeah. loved to know that he's going to a soccer game and he's going to the mall and he's going to meet this friend and the other, but I wasn't going to get that from him. Right. And so now I just like, okay, what is the most important thing I need to know is that, do I need an extra plate of food? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. I call that speaking generator, learning how to speak generator. Right. Right. Um, my husband is a manifester generator and I feel like he can do the open-ended better if he's not doing something else. Yeah. So again, it's about having their attention, right? right. So yeah. the, the yes or no question, I always like to um, coach people when they're working with generators to always start with an open-ended question and then go to details. So mm -hmm. generators, they need to, you get their attention when you speak to their sacral, right? So with your son, for instance, you're like, you want to know what his plans are. So a good way to do that is to say, what's your son's name? Stefan. Stefan? Stefan, can I ask you a question? What? He'll probably <laughs> But at least that's or his sound. Or he'll say like, mm. There you <laughs> go. Remember, I said they have sounds, right? So, mm means, okay, ask me a question. <laughs> so you have his attention. That's how you know you have his focus. So he doesn't even have to look at you. You've just woken up the sacral. Now you can go for details, right? So if he's in the, if you really want to make sure he's um, paying attention, you can ask him again. Can I ask you a question? And yeah, <laughs> I really get it. And then you can say, what are your plans after school? So you ask an open end, uh, a, a direct sacral question or two, right? right. And then you can ask them the open-ended. Hmm. 
to activate the sacral and then okay activate the connection yes exactly and the thing about the sacral questions you want to make sure you don't ask two of them in one question right because that confuses the sacral so it's like are you coming home after school one question that's it not yes or no because the yes or no is going to they have to think about it so if you if you say are you coming home from school after like immediately after school he'll go "Uh uh-huh or "Mm mm-hmm and there's your answer. Or he'll say, Mm-mm. now you can say, okay, so what are you going to be doing then? Which is now bringing him up in the head. Yeah. Right. So asking when you speak generator is like, what ask one yes or no question at a time. And then if you can ask them to go into their head for details. Great. Right. right. So I think you said earlier that uh, I wonder, you know, my son may have ADHD mm-hmm. and that's, going deeper into the chart so people who have a triangle in their chart and it's white yes they're designed to have ADHD yes 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 yes. it's there for a wonderful reason and we love it yes and actually so let's tie this to energy a little bit so so my oldest has ADHD but my youngest one is autistic and um I was doing a healing on him like last week and I was like Oh my God, I have never seen, because I am I can see the chakras. I have never seen a crown chakra this big. Oh. It is humongous. So he's connected. He's connected. He channels things all the time. He's eight years old and he knows stuff that, you know, we, we don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can, you can, like, we actually have this joke about, you know, when all the, any of the other kids, the older kids, ask something like geography or history related and it's like I don't know ask Hank he knows it all he's <laughs> gonna he stopped something he knows dates and factual stuff and you go google it and it's always right so um but the point is that you know I was trying to like bring it to balance with the other chakras and he's like mom you're making me nauseous I'm like okay okay a little bit and then, <laughs> like I, so I opened the other one but when you're talking about having that triangle on top which represents the crown chakra yes they you know and when you understand these things there's nothing wrong with them Mm -hmm. right there's nothing wrong this is this is who are they are meant to be this is who you know einstein and uh tesla and edison i bet any amount of money they had you know an empty crown or empty Mm -hmm. triangle on top because they had to be able to access all the information they got for us Right. You know, and we spend so much time labeling people or in the last few decades, labeling them as something's wrong. And we have to medicate that. And, you know, rather than making room for them in the community to do what they do, which is to be big creators with big ideas to right. give away. Right. Right. I don't medicate any of those things because there's other ways to go around them. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm happy yeah. to hear that. That's yes. Exciting. what is that son do you know his design yes he's the manifesting generator too oh wow yes. <laughs> he must yes. give you a run for your money <laughs> he does yes uh yeah he's gonna be very interesting he's only eight so yeah. i still have a lot of yes but and then my daughter is a projector um my two my stoop stepdaughters are projectors also which one took me by surprise because i thought for sure she'll be generator type uh, and my stepson is a manifester. 
So mm -hmm. we have no, oh, we don't have reflectors. That's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're so rare. So yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, this has been amazing. I, I know for a fact, if I knew just a little bit of this information before, you know, mm -hmm. when I was like in the middle of feeling so like tired and exhausted and feeling like I needed to keep going and what's wrong with me and why I cannot keep up. Oh, the other thing that actually recently I was like, this is why I am great when my, with my kids in a one-on-one -on -one situation, when they all come to me at once, wanting different things, it just, it, it totally like give me like a, uh, uh, Almost like if the circuit just goes off, you know, explodes, right? <laughs> and, and that makes sense because I cannot, you know, I don't have the design to be able to do that, right? Yeah, you know, like, right. Okay. And so it's funny because I, not too long ago, came up with analogy of like, take your ticket one at a time. <laughs> yes. It's how it works better for everybody. Right. But if I would have known this back then, it would have eliminated so much guilt so much shame and pressure and I mean it's just that vicious cycle of I'm not good enough yeah. blah 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 all of that all yes. of it yes. right so um I am so happy that you know I have found uh, a very few number of people that are very good at this and I follow so I follow Bridget she has an amazing community she goes live every day or most days most days, no. as a projector that would kill me only <laughs> I, I go live right now one day a week okay yeah okay uh but they are so educational and on point and um I remember you talking about the blushing for the generators there was one video not too long ago and she had uh, a generator on the call and she's like, no, I never get blushed. And you said something to her and she totally blushed. And you're like, oh <laughs> go watch it again. I don't know if you know. Did I, oh my gosh, yeah, I don't yeah. remember, and, but that and, sounds like me. But, but then it gave her, because it's not like you're going to go red, right? But it was just this little, this subtle, right? Because uh, you can see her, like her energy changed right away. Exactly. And so you gave her a very tangible thing to recognize. Like that is what it feels the recognition to you. Right. right? Like, yeah. And so anyway, so Bridget has amazing videos, amazing resources. Uh, her SEO is on point because you Google anything human design and somehow her comes first all the time. Get out of here. Really? I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. I feel so naked. <laughs> So uh, really, Flushing. you're a generator, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so anyways, I really, really uh, recommend everyone here to go follow her. She's definitely in Facebook. I don't know if you're in other social media. No, Facebook, uh, she has the group and the resources are going to be in the description of the episode. And is there anything else that you want to add before we say goodbye for today yeah I want to once everybody gets their type right gets your chartness 
I have a, an amazing cheat sheet that they can get that's called the human design starter kit. Okay. And I've designed it for each type. So if you find out that you're a manifester, you can go back to my website and right on the landing page, my website's brigitteknight.com. I'll go on the landing page. The very first thing on the banner is get your human design starter kit. And it'll take you to the list of types, click your own type, and then it'll walk you through. And I have the bullet points for your type. I have what you need to have good communication with the other types, what you need in a relationship. And I also have affirmations for you to start saying so that you can start embodying, feeling like your type. Oh, so that's good. yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. So that's the human design starter kit. I'd love your um, listeners to check it out and let me know how they enjoy it. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yes. Yeah, so, and the other thing I would like to add, since you were to pause the video, go find your type and come back. And so now you all by that, if you're listening at this point, you know what your human design type is. Why don't you type it in the comments so we can start getting to know each other from a different perspective and, oh, yeah. and know great. how we can interact. So that would be amazing. Oh, that'd be fun. That would give you, oh yeah, that'd be fun. You'd have fun with that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, well, Bridget, thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Thanks for having me.